Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. Hello. Last week, we talked about a topic of diabetic peripheral neuropathy, and we talked about uh, pain medication. So you gave us some advice about how we can treat that pain in those patients. Uh, another disease category that involves pain that can also be a, a bit frustrating to treat is fibromyalgia. It is effectively treated with a number of non-pharmacologic treatments as well as pharmacologic treatments. It's directed at reducing major symptoms of the disorder, including chronic widespread pain, but also fatigue and insomnia and perhaps some uh, cognitive dysfunction or, or mental cloudiness. Patients with fibromyalgia generally respond best to a multidisciplinary approach that includes a primary care a treating clinician, but also other people can play a role, right? Physical therapy, rehabilitation experts, perhaps uh, behavioral health specialists, etc. So the question is, when it comes to non-medical treatments, if we don't want to use medicines or um, the medicines we have are maxed out, what else can we do that actually works? You found an article that was published in the journal Pain, it was published in 2022, and it starts on page 1432. The clinical question that the research study is attempting to answer is what non-pharmacologic treatments are effective for patients with fibromyalgia? Mark, what can we try? Yeah, there are quite a few things, actually, and that's the good news. They're, they found a number of effective uh, therapies that didn't involve uh, medications. So they searched a bunch of databases, six databases. They found 167 randomized controlled trials that compared 22 different non-pharmacologic interventions with either usual care or placebo or some sort of a sham treatment. The study quality wasn't great. Most of the studies were unmasked because patients knew which treatment they were getting. They knew they were getting warm baths or whatever. And so there was a high, they also felt there was a high likelihood that publication bias occurred. So that studies that were smaller and had negative results were less likely to be published. And that could inflate the apparent benefit of uh, what was left over. They used the fibromyalgia impact questionnaire as the main outcome measure. And they found that exercise, psychological treatments like cognitive behavioral therapy, thermal baths, and massage were all effective. Combining exercise, patient education, and psychological treatments was also effective. There was some heterogeneity with what improved with which treatment. The exercise tended to improve pain the most, while the mind-body and strengthening exercises improved fatigue the most. Aerobic and strengthening exercises improved sleep the most. CBT and mindfulness also improved overall scores, pain, sleep, and depression. So CBT, mindfulness seemed to be particularly effective. You can also recommend thermal baths and exercise. So bottom line, not NPIs like this can improve symptoms in patients with fibromyalgia. You, you could tailor your recommendation to what's bothering the patient the most, whether it's pain or fatigue or sleep. I don't know if you know anything about this fibromyalgia impact questionnaire. Is that primarily a research tool or is that something that we can use clinically in practice to follow the symptoms of our patients? Yeah, I've seen it referred to, but I don't know exactly how many questions there are. Often these research tools have, you know, 10, 20, 30 questions and may not be very practical for, you know, office-based use. You're right. It'd be nice if we could 
you know, document and standardize, you know, our evaluation of patients. Of course, that also takes time. Although at least some of us use things like the PHQ-9 and things to mm-hmm. uh, to follow over time. And it does uh, something that is better than asking someone, are you feeling any better? Anyways, thanks, Mark. We'll talk with you again next week. All right. Good stuff. Thanks. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 